This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, a contractor and Walter Reed employee plead guilty to corruption. The Defense Department doubles down on its skepticism of Chinese-made drones. And the nation's top spy office is setting up a new organization to counter disinformation campaigns. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian, in for Eric White. A federal judge has sentenced a Maryland contractor to eight months in prison for bribing his way into preferential contracts at Walter Reed National Military Medical Center. According to a plea agreement, Bruce Thomas, among other things, gave cash and airline tickets to a Walter Reed employee in exchange for purchase orders for his prosthetics business. David Lawfer, the former chief of the prosthetics and orthotics department who accepted those quote-unquote gratuities, has also pleaded guilty. He's currently awaiting sentencing. The Defense Department is rethinking how it buys drones. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni reports. Deputy Defense Secretary Kathleen Hicks updated the Pentagon's drone policy by allowing the Defense Department to take advantage of rapid technological advancements in the commercial market. The policy makes it easier for DOD to buy drones that are created by industry partners. Pentagon spokesman John Kirby says the policy reiterates his skepticism of Chinese-made vehicles as well. The guidance also continues the practice of not allowing Chinese-made drones for our military use, thereby taking action to safeguard sensitive information that can be collected by a UAS. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. The Army is the second service this month to cancel a charity race fearing rising COVID-19 cases. The service will conduct its Army 10-milers virtually this year. Runners will be able to conduct the race virtually between October 10th and November 29th. The Air Force canceled the in-person portion of its annual marathon earlier in September. The Delta variant has proven to be especially concerning for the military, with 11 service members dying from the disease in August. The Pentagon Cybersecurity Maturity Model Certification Program could be on the cusp of some big changes. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. The Defense Department is promising results from its highly anticipated CMMC review very soon. That's the word from Christina McKenzie, a Pentagon acquisition official who spoke at this week's Intelligence and National Security Summit. She declined to offer specific details on the review's outcome, but said the Pentagon wants to strike a balance between security and cost concerns. Industry has been pressing DOD for more details on its plans for CMMC. The review has been ongoing since early spring. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. The nation's top spy office is setting up a new organization to counter disinformation campaigns. Director of National Intelligence Avril Haines said ODNI is establishing a foreign malign influence center. One of its big jobs will be focusing on election security, but Haines says the center will look across a wide variety of disinformation issues. Intelligence officials say countries like China and Russia are attempting to sway Americans with false narratives and other types of misinformation. The Office of Personnel Management has a new plan to rebuild. More from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. OPM says its new four-year strategic plan will include many of the recommendations the National Academy of Public Administration made earlier this year. 
The agency says it wants to leave behind its old just say no mentality and become more of a strategic partner for agencies. It agrees it should offer more services and policy advice to agencies for free, and it says it needs more funding from Congress to rebuild staff capacity and modernize old IT systems. Nicole Grisco, Federal News Network. Immigration and Customs Enforcement is forced to extend its current cloud hosting contract. Federal News Network's Jason Miller explains why. Two protests of the follow-on contract for cloud hosting services is leaving the Immigration and Customs Enforcement Directorate at DHS with no choice but to extend its current vehicle for at least another year. ICE issued a sole source justification for the extension to Four Points Technology last week. ICE redacted the amount of the extension. The agency made its award to Four Points in 2016 and has paid more than $23 million for these cloud hosting services. ICE says it plans to issue a new solicitation in early fiscal 2022 for cloud hosting services and transition to the new contract by next August. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. A new interagency working group is tasked with increasing educational and economic opportunities for Hispanics and Latinos under a new executive order signed by President Biden yesterday. The working group includes at least 26 agencies and councils, each of which is to prepare a plan outlining measurable actions the agency will take to advance educational equity and economic opportunity for Hispanic and Latino communities. Among the things the plan should address is how the agency's Office of Civil Rights will deal with discriminatory policies and practices that limit educational and economic opportunities and how to decrease barriers to federal employment. A federal appeals court is casting doubts on a lawsuit challenging higher rates at the Postal Service. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. The U.S. Court of Appeals for the D.C. Circuit is setting a high bar to challenge new mail rates at USPS. A three-judge panel says plaintiffs would have to convince the court that the Postal Regulatory Commission failed to balance nine statutory requirements when it created a new formula for USPS mail prices. USPS attorneys say the commission's decision doesn't go far enough and that it should have even greater freedom to set its own prices. Under this new rate system, USPS last month raised the price of a first-class stamp to 58 cents. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. Federal employees have until November 22nd to comply with the Biden administration's new vaccine mandate. Agencies must require vaccinations for employees as soon as possible unless they have a legal exemption. They no longer need to stand up testing programs for their employees and contractors unless they want to. These details come on the heels of the president's executive order last week. Most on-site unvaccinated contractors will continue to face testing requirements for the time being until agencies can sort through the paperwork. A reconciliation package from House Democrats includes $18 billion for the Department of Veterans Affairs. The House VA committee cleared its reconciliation proposals along party lines. Much of the funding would pay for infrastructure upgrades at VA facilities and would stay available through 2031. The Veterans Benefits Administration would also get $150 million to electronically scan and process more military records. Committee Republicans say reconciliation proposals are misguided since VA has not spent all of the emergency funding it received through the CARES Act and the American Rescue Plan. Continuing resolutions, or CRs, have a lot of negative effects on government operations and one of them is a slowdown in filling empty civilian positions. A new analysis by the Government Accountability Office finds the Defense Department hired about 200 civilians per day while it was running under CRs in recent years. That's compared to about 250 per day during periods when it had a fully approved budget. 
GAO says CRs have become so routine that DOD now spends a significant portion of its time each year developing alternative scenarios for how it'll keep the department running, including by adjusting its planned spending on contracts. The IRS is naming longtime federal acquisition expert Guy Torres as its deputy chief procurement officer. Torres previously served as director of IT contracting at Customs and Border Protection, the largest tech acquisition portfolio in the Department of Homeland Security. Before joining IRS, Torres led DHS contract portfolios for Northrop Grumman and Pacific Architects and Engineers. He'll work under Shanna Webers, who serves as the IRS's Chief Procurement Officer. Find these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. I'm Peter Masurlian, in for Eric White. Venture X from Capital One is the travel card for people always asking, Where next? You earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel and 2x miles on everything else you buy with Venture X. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.